Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast number 90. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all the downloads. And, yeah, man, love doing the show. Love talking to privateers like the guy we have on the line. Uh, brought to you by FXR Racing and, uh, and Race Tech Suspension, of course. FXR Racing, designed by racers for racers, uh, supporting a lot of privateers over the years that folks at FXR do. And so if you go to FXRRacing.com, use the code PulpMX30, you can save at uh, FXRRacing.com on anything they have for your bike or for your body. they got a lot of clothes, man. They make really good stuff. So thank you, FXR Racing and Race Tech Suspension. Uh, ben LeMay using Racetech, Michael Lessie using Racetech up in Canada, along with Tyler Medallia. And, uh, yeah, supporting privateers for a long time, the folks at Racetech. Pulp19 is the code to save with those guys. And, uh, again, get your suspension some love. Change the oil in it, for God's sake. Uh, make sure it's dialed in uh, for your weight and or speed. Uh, so thanks, Racetech. Thank you, Maxis, MXST tire, developed by Jeremy McGrath, used by AJ Cantanzaro. Thank you, Skosh, skosh.com. Use the code PULP25 at checkout to save 25% on Skosh. And also, thank you, Namira. Industry-leading top-end repair kits offer everything you need to rebuild your top-end at a price that will keep you riding every weekend. From race teams to privateers, Namira has you and your wallet covered. Namira.com for cast or forge pistons. So thanks to all those companies for coming on board this podcast, and uh, we really appreciate it. So privateer island number 90 a guy that's uh, certainly putting some good results in the nationals over the last couple of years and if you're a pulpamex fantasy player you know you know him as well dare de marte what's up dare how are you man oh uh, what's going on much just uh getting out of the gym here man you have a you have a lot to memorize yeah i got some sheets in front of me some of it's memorized <laughs> so don't don't give me all the credit so uh thanks for coming on i appreciate it man um definitely somebody oh, that you know me. a lot of our guys how much pulp mx fantasy talk do you get from your buddies or, or fans a, a ton i bet oh pretty good it, it, it's so funny because a lot of people will you know screen record or, or do something and then you know show me and then i you know i forget i've been watching it for a while and you know i I've actually been talking just from NorCal and, you know, being the local boy over here, it's, uh, it's cool to get some limelight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly right. Um, <laughs> yeah, but listen, don't don't listen to, to anybody who gets on you for any results, all right? Just just don't listen to them. Um, I like, we, we were talking to Paula, and you're like, I don't even know how to play. I'm like, yeah, don't. Don't get involved. Just don't. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, hey, so first of all, what's up with the name Dare? Like, that's cool. I like that. What's up with that? That's unique. Yeah, pretty, pretty different. I've uh, it's 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 been a good, but I've struggled with my name. And you know, when I was especially in public school, I had a I had little issues where people would think I'd be lying, and my name was you know that was a nickname. But no, it's my real name. Yeah. Uh, my mom grew up a my mom grew up with a Darren High School, and she's always liked the name. Oh wow. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's kind of a decision between uh, my my dad and her, and my dad wanted to name me Race, and my mom was like, "Heck no." So, <laughs> <laughs> so Darren stuck. Dude, I like Dare. It's cool. It's really unique. I don't know any other person with a name Dare for reals. I've never heard yeah, it before. Yeah, me either. I've never I never I never named her. You know met someone named dare either but dude growing up you're like what's your name you're like dare and they're like spell that or huh right every yeah, single yeah, time yeah, they, they, i know i'm not the one to judge but i mean it's it, you know some people can just butcher it pretty hard and it's like man it's you know it's pretty easy if you use it in a sentence so yeah, <laughs> yeah i've had some trouble but it's no big deal yeah i know absolutely right so um okay so let's get let's dive into this a little bit a uh, little bit of privateer island life LCQs for you at Paula and at uh, at Lakewood. Um, you're better than that, Dare. Come on, man. I know, I know, I know. I've been. I just. I've even last year. I just 
qualifying, even with Supercross, is just, it, it, I mean, it takes some experience to be really good at it. It really does. It's, um, it's difficult. And I've never been, I've never been the best qualifier. Yeah. I mean, last year I was qualifying 27, 26, and I'd end up with 18 top 20 finishes. So right, right. I'm a lot better racer, but I mean, yeah, I tried that. Paula, Paula had some, you know, some good excuses, I guess you could say. I mean, I had some bike problems, had a flat tire okay. and I fell uh, first qualifier, but you know, a lot of the guys know too. I mean, if you're not busting out your fastest lap time on that first qualifier, then it's going to be tough to make it on that second one. I mean, yeah. Colorado was the only track that um, we got actually got faster the second qualifier. So yeah, yeah, it happens, but not often. Believe me, as a team manager for the Chris Kiefer effort, I understand the the balls yeah. out balls out in the first four laps of your day uh, are very important. Oh yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, you gotta just get it done as fast as you can you know that track changes quick so look you've you've scored points before you have a national number you're a great rider but you're sitting on the line for an lcq i mean are you nervous or are you like i got this like i i i I should have this honestly it's anger (laughs) i mean i've been been super angry the the, the past two times i've been like and i've been right on the bubble you know with with making it a not it's just you know I mean, Colorado, I had some bike problems, too. I had another flat. I mean, I just, you know, I had to work on some stuff with my team and make sure everything was, um, you know, was on point as a as a rider, you know, because uh-huh. I have to focus and do my job. And, you know, I have to make sure that everybody else surrounded by me is um, on point also. So, yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, because the Paula one, I wasn't at Lakewood. I went up to Canada for the round. But the Paula one, you rode, you had it. You rode pretty easily. You know, yeah. you, you had it. Um, I did the same. I did the same. Same I did thing. The same thing in Colorado too. Yeah. Same thing. I had like a six second lead, and it's just you know it's so sad. I was looking at my lap times during the consolation race, and you know I'm like a second to two seconds faster a lap in in the race. So yeah, I don't know. You know, I just really gotta um, get that going too. Especially I'm gonna work on that for Supercross because that's where it really counts. Um, does the four lap? Does the does it take a little bit out of you? Do you feel it's only four laps? But it's an extra race. It's extra tension. It's extra nerves or whatever. Do you notice it taking you, uh, taking a little bit out of you for the motos? No, not at all. Really, it just um, it's just a pain in know, the ass. If anything, actually, <laughs> yeah. If anything, it just gets me, you know, gets me a little more track time. I try to look at it positively, but mm-hmm. you know, I'd really rather be in my in my street clothes, cooling down, and you know, yeah, about not having any pressure, which is kind of a you know whatever I. I, like I said, you know, I just made a couple mistakes in qualifying. I was just, you know, I had to get on my game and yep. get it get it back on the roll. Um, Dare Demarte on the uh, Race Tech uh, FXR Racing Privateer Island Life podcast number ninety. So, all right, let's talk some nationals. Um, not as successful as it were last year for you, at least through the first six motos. Thirty nine thirty at Lakewood. What happened first moto? I uh, had a problem. Clutch went out. Oh, and, uh, damn it. Tried to go around, but, I mean, the ruts are just so long in Colorado. As soon as I pressed my rear brake, um, you know, it's yep. all the engine. So I just decided to go back and give the guys a little more time to get the bike dialed in. And then um, ended up going out for a, you know, a crazy second moto. Uh, it was just the track was super brutal. And, um, <laughs> you know, a lot of people were going down. And uh, I just rode safe. I was just, I was you know, every time I tried to push, I got a little out of control. I had to get my suspension you know, somewhat a little better dialed in. But, yeah, it was a brutal track. So yeah. I just rode my best and stayed safe and got right. out of there, you know, healthy. Yeah, absolutely. You scored some points at Hangtown. Uh, you're a NorCal guy. But Hangtown National compared to Hangtown practice day, quite different. But I guess you're just familiar oh, with Hangtown, yeah. right? You're just familiar with it? 
Yeah, just night and day. Right. Uh, I, you know, I was um, riding that track before it closed down, you know, before the national. So I had a pretty good suspension setting. And, uh, you know, like you said, it's my local track. I've yep. been racing that track for, you know, 15 years as an amateur and, you know, as a pro. So I know how it, how it shapes up pretty well. And, yeah, I had a had a good uh, first and second motor there. I was happy with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it just gives you some confidence. I mean, you've done well there before. You've been a, you've been a surprise guy, you know, for – at Hangtown, I think over the years, or, or last year, anyways, I should say, you know, kind of really yeah. showing showing some speed there. Uh, and then, how was Paula for you? Paula wasn't bad. I went down uh, in the first qualifier, so I had to, you know, I had to get up and get my bars all dialed in. It was, um, you know, those outsides were really fast that first uh, first qualifier, and I ended up making a mistake and uh, yep. going down and not doing anything to my body, but banging up my bike a little bit. So that's where I struggled in qualifying there to get that back on par and. Um, yeah, but I was I was pretty happy with Paul. I think it was a 23rd first moto. I mm-hmm. worked hard and I tried to make some passes. But man, those those Southern California guys, you know, they, <laughs> they ride that track really good down there. Yeah, um, yeah, it, it <laughs> dude, it's got to be frustrating too to be just that, that close to a point, that close. Oh yeah, yeah, it's you know, especially with me getting points all year last year. I think I had a total of 31 last year. So. Yeah. Yeah, but you know this this year it's stacked. I mean, look at the guys. There's, I mean, there's a lot of fast privateer guys and a, and a lot of good pros. Yeah. So I mean, you know, factory guys. So it's it's tough. You know, you got to be on your game. Yeah, you look at a guy like Norn and Waters. They weren't there last year. You know, Bowers uh, only did one or whatever. So yeah, there's definitely definitely some faster dudes. Uh, Koga is over from Japan. He's a new guy. Yeah, you know? he's over. Yeah, and then uh, we have uh, Tomita too. I like, you know, I like racing him. He's a good guy, even though he's on the HRC team. Yeah, yeah. Tomo- Tomita would be right around your guy a lot, right? Like last year. Yeah, like- we, oh yeah, exactly. It just it seemed like every race we were glued to each other. <laughs> uh, last year we battled, and um, yeah, we, he's a good racer. I really enjoyed racing, and then it was fun to just be able to say your battle with a guy at HRC. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. Um, so okay, uh, honestly. How do you feel compared to last year? Like you said, you scored a lot of points last year. Uh, did really well. Um, you you only got a few points at Hangtown. The other motos, not so much. It's, are you riding the same? Do you feel as good? Is there something off, or is it, or is it, is it more just a, a bigger stack field and and some things working against you? Uh, it's definitely some things working against me, and um, I did, you know it is more stack field. But I mean, I I feel like where I should be. My fitness is pretty good. It's mm-hmm. just, I've tried some different setups on my motorcycle. And that was my biggest thing that I learned the whole last year outdoors is really, you know, getting down to the point and setting up a motorcycle correctly, yep. how much better it could be. Because when I was a kid, I always bounced from bike to bike. And, you know, I, my dad just told me to learn and, you know, adjust, you know <laughs> self-adjust to it, you know. Yeah, yeah. If the suspension bucking you, you know, we don't need to change the suspension, just go around the bump, you know. So <laughs> I kind of had to learn how to set up a motorcycle correctly and, I think I've been, uh, you know, struggling on, you know, suspension settings and, you know, trying to learn as myself, but, um, I feel good. I, you know, I've, I've, and I, you know, I had a lot of preparation last year coming up to it this year. I just got off a of supercross my rookie year. Yep. You know, I, I was riding a bike that wasn't mine, you know, and it was, uh, you know, I had to learn how to do that. That's a whole different ball game. So I kind of went straight off of that. Then just kind of last minute said, let's sure. jump in and do some outdoors. And, um, yeah, so I mean, I'm happy, but, um, yeah, I'm looking forward. I'm going to do Washougal and uh, do some more outdoor races. But, yeah, I want to just get back into the groove. I really miss, you know, doing all those rounds and, and being with those guys every weekend. Right. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's where you were last year. I, I, you were the, one of the surprises of the Nationals for sure last year. It does make sense. You had lo- more time to prepare for outdoor season last year. You know, you had more oh, time yeah. to – yeah, a lot, a lot of time. Right. 
Um, so last year you did them all. Last this year you're just doing the first three. You're doing hopefully hopefully line up for Washougal. Did you lose a sponsor? Did yeah, you gonna, is it is it just costly too costly for you? Yeah, it's just costly with my family and you know my dad was my mechanic last year. And, yep. You know, unfortunately he still works, so I mean he had to take a lot of time off work and you know it was. You know, I flew back to NorCal every, uh, you know, every week. So it was yeah, like, wow. I got, you know, got got home Mondays and you know, trained Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday I was flying out. So I mean, it was, you know, it was a, it was a grind for sure. It was definitely, definitely a job. But I mean, I had, I had a blast doing it. Yeah. You know, it was so cool to be at all the tracks you've been watching up, you know, since you were a kid. And yeah. Being able to even line up with the guys, you know, and qualifying and and in the motos. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So okay. So when you kind of burst onto the scene last year. I don't know who the hell you were, to be honest. And I'm like, oh, who is this guy? <laughs> Name's Dare, by the way, which is super sweet. They're like, he's an off-road guy. He's an off-road guy. He's an off-road. So, and then you were kind of telling me, Paula, like, not really. So what? where did this come from? What, what was the off-road background, Dare? Well, the, the off-road come, comes the uh, – there's usually a couple – I think there's a national, and there's a couple rounds in NorCal for the off-road series for one big six and the other, the District 36. Well – my dad, um, he's always been an off-road guy going up. So every time, you know, he would see a race come up, you know, he'd always say, let's go do it. And there'd usually be some pretty decent money. So I'd always jump in. Well, I just, uh-huh. I'm fairly good at him. I have great endurance. So, I, you know, everyone would be so surprised because I'd get up there and run with those top three guys. Um, you know, I've been, and especially, you know, it's usually somewhere around here locally. So I've rode it or, you know, been on it at some yeah, point yeah. in time in my life. So I've just been. I'm just, I just I actually do enjoy it a little bit, but yeah, I just used it as a as a training, you know, as mm-hmm. just endurance, and I would be up there and and being able to run with those guys and you know end up coming out with a pretty good paycheck. So that's why I was doing it and uh, just enjoying it. But yeah, yeah, we're gonna see. I'm gonna play around with that stuff, you know. Uh-huh. I like uh, my boys, you know, Trevor Stewart and all those guys that went over to that way. I, I'm gonna play around with it because I do enjoy it. But um, you know, the goal is to make a living, you know, riding a motorcycle. So I'm gonna go wherever I can to kind of perceive that yeah no absolutely so, but you're not an off-road guy per se that's that was just no, yeah, no, right right yeah that, no. that that was the word about you like who is this guy and it was like oh he races off-road he now he rides moto but no not at all um uh, yeah I'm an, I'm an outdoor guy you know believe it or not <laughs> i've done forever yeah really well let's get into that so that's one of my questions i have written down for you you can see your results you can see that you're 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 a better outdoor guy than indoor guy is that is that just simple matter of not having a lot of supercross practice time growing up and not not following that a little bit that end of things yeah yeah you know i was a i was one of the last people to get my license through arena cross so that you know that was fun I actually enjoyed that once that was all said and done and over, you know, once the pressure was off and I got my card and, you know, I really did enjoy that stuff. And, um, Supercross is just, you know, it's experience. And, you know, Daniel Blair can, uh, can vouch for me a little bit on this one because, uh, being from NorCal, you know, I was riding the, the same layout track, you know, when he was training for Supercross back in the day too. So yeah. there's not a lot riding up here, but, um, I, I really enjoyed learning it, and um, it was just a whole learning experience. My rookie year, you know, for me, it was just learning, and yep. I did four rounds. And uh, I just talked with my sponsor, uh, Darren, over at Nemesis Performance. He's out in New Mexico, and uh, we were going to think about doing, you know, the whole West Coast series uh, next year. You know, really hit it hard, and um, you know, and get it down. Because right at Vegas, I was really starting to feel comfortable, and I was, you know, excited, and mm-hmm. I was having a blast. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't scared. You know, I got everything down, and. Um, conquered the whoops as best as i could and so we're gonna we're gonna shoot for that next year that's gonna be a fun time i'm really excited for that yeah it's just a it's a different type of riding isn't it for 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 a guy oh yeah, yeah. it is it is it's just a different oh you know a whole different type of riding you know moto you go out there and 
you know, you, you know, you pound your body and, you know, you do some hard workouts and hard endurance and supercross is a little more mellowed out, you know, yeah. a little more mental and thinking and, you know, a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely is. Um, and you can see it like you're, you're more comfy outdoors. I think your fitness is pretty good. Like I remember you holding strong pretty much last year, almost a lot of motos. You, you do a lot of off the bike stuff. Do you enjoy it or is it something you're oh, working on or yeah. am I missing? Was I wrong? Am I not? Am I wrong a bit? <laughs> No, no, I, yeah, I do put in some time off the bike. I mean, I do enjoy, you know, going to the gym and cycling, you know, I get uh, some of my buddies up here, some local pros from NorCal and, um, you know, we can kind of get a little group going and do it, but um, it's, it's difficult being up here, you know, because in Southern California, you have everyone down there, everyone's really motivated and so it's kind of nice to be able to, um, you know, cruise and just get in a group with some guys and get your work done. You know, you don't up here, you have to be really self-motivated and, um, yeah, it's just it's it's a tough deal, but I, I enjoy the off bike stuff too. I'm not, yeah, you know, I'm a fan of all that. Um, did you do the whole Loretta's thing? Did you do all that? Yeah, I did. I yeah. did. I, um, I did Loretta's when I was young, though. I did. I, I've been there four years. Um, I, I forgot what year it was, but I did it on two fifty two strokes. I oh, think okay. I was around fifteen years old. I'm twenty one now. Yep. So I just did. Um, uh, you know, I did like 250B stock, 250B mod. I was always a top 10 overall guy. I think I got like eights and, you know, top 10. But yep, yep. Loretta's didn't do much for me, you know. I just, I, I, I got a lot of limelight and a lot of, lot of notice from uh, the whole outdoors. You know, that's what really, yeah. being there with all the industries every week and talking to all the guys and, right. you know, becoming respected as a racer. And it can take you a long way, you know. Yeah. You know, this sport's all about, you know, a lot about who you know. And that's how you can get to places and, get the right things yeah i think that's like that's called life is like that too dare i think life is it, <laughs> I think, I think, you know I'm what i mean like that out yeah too, like so. dude if you're a nice dude you're you're respectable you're cool you meet the right people um you never know right like you just yeah to me that's exactly. all that's all part of it right like i had a rider uh i was trying to do this podcast with a little while ago and he just ghosted me he just never wanted to come on and i'm like that's fine i don't care but that ain't gonna help you you know what I mean? That's not going to help yeah, you exactly. go ahead and, and, and make connections and, and try to get further in this sport. But, yeah, who knows? Maybe he just hated me. I, I have no idea. But, but anyways, yeah. um, why Hondas yeah. for you? Why Hondas? Is there a connection there for you? Is there something you feel comfortable? Do you get a lot of support somewhere? Yeah, uh, I, got, I, I got hurt on Yamahas. I did a tibia plateau fraction to my knee. And um, I was uh, getting helped out by Dana, you know, Capital Yamaha and uh, Roseville Yamaha. Uh-huh. Or Roseville Honda, sorry. And then, um, yeah, I was riding those, and I, you know, I had like a three month break in the healing process, and I was just ready for a change. You know, it was um, it was time that I just uh, changed, and I went and got my own motorcycle. And I've always liked Hondas, even when I was riding two strokes as amateurs, I've always liked them, and um, I, I just fit. I yep. fit really good, and I had a really good setup off the get go, and yeah, I just I put in a lot of time. They're really reliable, and that's what I need because I put a lot of hours on motorcycles. So <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I just I just ended up getting a 19, and I'm you know I did some different suspension setup this year, different bars. You know, I tried to I tried to talk to people and ask people on why you know why they ran that, and just tried yeah. to get some information, and it's helped. And I think you know my next step is what I'm going to do is I need to get down to Southern California and have someone who really knows how to set up a motorcycle correctly and uh, go out and watch and 
you know, and, and do that whole thing. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, if I can help out with any way, let me know. Um, no problem. Um, did you go and were you? Did you try to make friends with Gothic Jay and Lars over at Honda last summer a lot, and go over and get some parts from them? That's that's always something that. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I went over there and uh, same thing. I talked to Tomita's mechanic. And, yep. uh, I would go over there and you know they'd give me some information on gearing and our oh, tag. You know, yeah. I was going to I was going to tracks back east that I've never even you know <laughs> that I've only seen on TV. Right. You know, so I was kind of had to get the rundown from the guys. You know, on what's the what's the previous previous data on this track. You know, what what yep. should I do? You know, I you know I, I just looked around. You know, a lot of people were running paddle tires some places, this and that. So I just. It was a learning experience, you know. It was it was really great. It was really great. So last year, you went back and forth all the nationals back to Nor- NorCal with your dad too, or did he stay back east? Yeah, no, my dad went with me with, with me every round. So we so, would have our plan. We'd fly out Thursday, get to the track Friday, prep the bike. I was under TPJ. Yep. And then um, go racing, and then get home Sunday and do do it all over again. It was like a Fourteen week because there's a two week off yeah. period. Fourteen week vacation, you know, it was, it was out of control. It was <laughs> a lot of chaos, stressful moments, and you know, me and my dad doing it. So it was a great time. That's no, you know what? That's that's cool though. Like, I mean, I imagine you guys get along oh, great, right. and yeah, that's that's memories right there. Your mom was probably pissed off, but everything else probably was cool. <laughs> no, my mom and my mom. She was my assistant. She was a she's a nurse, so she was at home and she'd be watching the whole thing and make sure we have a rental car and flights. Oh, and that's cool. So, yeah. 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 It takes it. It takes a team, you know, it takes a team. Right. To do it. For um, sure. You know, it's, it's yeah. hard to, no, it's cool. What, what does your dad do for a living? Uh, he's self-employed. Yeah. He, uh, he's a mobile service mechanic. Oh, okay. Cool. My mom's a, my mom's an oncology nurse. Yeah. So yep. She deals with that. Uh, so your dad is, uh, does he fix cars or just trucks or like big, some, some, some of those guys that do the big trucks are out They're mobile guys like that. Too. Yeah, he does. He, he does all the, um, he's contracted towards the railroad. So he does okay. a lot of the, you know, their big, their big semis and, yep. uh, you know, all their fleet vehicles and stuff like that that he takes care of. Right. Uh, Dare D. Marte on the so, FXR. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I was like, say, so, so working on motorcycles is pretty much a breeze for him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He's like, no yeah, this, this is. If anything, he's looking at these tiny little parts and wondering how these tiny little parts yeah. work in his hands. Yeah, um, exactly. Dare D. Marte uh, on the Privateer Island podcast, number 90, Race Tech and FXR Racing. Thanks, Skosh and Maxis, as well as the folks at Namira for coming on board this show. Um, yeah, it's – hey, growing up in NorCal, um, please don't tell me Daniel Blair was your hero. Please don't tell me that because he'll, he'll never let me forget this <laughs> thing. But who, who'd you look up to? Oh man, I don't, I, I never, you know, when I was growing up, it was so funny. I was talking about it the other day, you know, we had these, uh, you, you might've not heard of them, but we had these, you know, a bunch of local pros back. We're doing it, you know, Keith Knight. I mean, Jesse Janko, Tyler Crispin. No, I've never know, heard Cole of any Barnieri. of those guys. I've never heard of any of those guys. <laughs> I know a lot, a lot of local pros that were doing it. So I always had people I was chasing on the way up you okay. know, when I was an amateur. I always had people to run with. And then I finally got to the, you know, to the top step where I got my, my pro card and Hangtown was coming up and, you know, and, and it, it's like everyone, you know, fell off. A lot of people got jobs. You yeah, know, yeah. Of, there was, there's not a lot of people. I mean, it's like, look who it is now. It's like me and Corbin Hayes. And, you know, there's definitely some amateur kids that are coming up, but you know, no one who's uh busting, who's busting out outdoors and supercross yeah. and stuff like that, you know? So what, I don't know. I don't know who necessarily, uh, who, who I looked up to, you know, when I was that young, I was just trying to do everything right you know, and yeah. get, be as good as I can on the equipment and stuff I had. Right. Did you go to San Francisco Supercross when you were a little kid? Where would you go? Hangtown? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I would. Uh, we would go to Hangtown, and I, I've been to. You know, I went to Oakland Supercross and San Fran. You know, I think like only once or twice. Yeah. I, mean, I remember my dad tell me. You know, my my dad told me when I was young, like fifteen, sixteen. He was like, he's like, we'll go watch the races when you're in it. You know, so that was always my, my motivation. You know, we'll go we'll go to Supercross when you're racing it. That kind of stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. What uh, did, uh, did it you, happened, So yeah, did you have any memorable moments with any pros when you were a kid? Like, did you get autographs or did you bump into one or anything like that? No. Not necessarily, no, not no. really. I've I always wanted to. I was always the kid that wanted to race him. Oh, know, really? That, yeah, yeah. You know, I was I was a, I was a fan, but I was always like, man, I, I wonder how cool it would be to be on the line with him, you know, or, right. or to be able to watch him, you know, right. be behind him, and and it was cool, you know. I was just talking about it with my dad uh, at Hangtown Second Moto. I was lined up between um, Roxon and um, Jason Anderson, you know, and it was just like, you know, it was yeah. a really cool experience for me to be in between them, you know, and be able to, you know, so many people follow him and be able to watch their every move on the line and, yep. you know, be next to him on race day. You know, it was a pretty, pretty cool feeling. And it was just, I was, you know, very happy that I was able to be there. I was healthy and yeah. I was racing with him. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That is cool that you appreciate that. Although when you're racing them, you know, you got to have the attitude of like F them, you know, you got to have that attitude, but, oh, exactly. you know, but, yeah, but, exactly. but it is cool it that you can, who it is. yeah, that you can appreciate it. Um, do any so like last summer or this year? Like any of these guys know who you are? Any of them talk to you? Any of these guys? Do they... Yeah, no, that's it. That's what I was saying. You know, when you're in that top twenty and you're getting points, like you know, those guys look at the look at the you know they look at the points. They look at you know who's fast and everything. So you know, when you see a familiar name every weekend, you know, and they respect you as a racer. You know, yep. before when you show up, I was you know you're kind of like a fan, and then when you're up in that top twenty, you're getting points. You know, you're battling, talking with the guys and you know, socializing during qualifying and, right. you know, there are, everyone's really cool. And, you know, it, you get, when you get respected out as a racer, then, you know, you're one of the, you're one of the guys. So that's, that's what I thought was most, you know, really cool that, you know, that I, that I thought that was really fun, you know, being respected as a racer and being able to be out there with all those guys. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I mean, it's probably, you know, you sound like a guy that, you know, really appreciates this position. Like you, you're almost like very thankful that you're, you're this good on a motorcycle. You can, you can race with these guys. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, all right, if you can wave a magic wand, I guess uh, uh, more money and more time off for your dad to go do the rest of these East Nationals in 2019, huh? Yeah, yeah. We're gonna. I'm gonna. You know, I'm gonna do some searching. I'm gonna see. You know, I've I have some good people in my corner. Some old. Uh, yep. Some old legends, I guess you could say. You know, Sean Palmer. I've been talking to him. And, uh, really? Oh wow. He, you know, yeah. yeah. Gar- Gary Dunn. Uh, Gary Dunn. You know, he was uh, Stewart's Oakley rep for a long time. I'm good. You know, just some good buddies up here that I. Yep. I have some really good connections up here in NorCal. So we're we're uh, chatting with some people and uh, you know talking and seeing what we can do. Maybe uh, if someone has a bike, maybe I can fly out and yep. stay down there for a month and hit a couple rounds. But no, I'm just going to do some local stuff around here, and then I'm uh, I'm going to play around with a little bit of off-road stuff. And sure. Then, um, and then, uh, you know, we'll get back into the Supercross game and, you know, hit the later outdoor rounds, obviously. We're going to do Washougal, and uh, I'll be at PIR, and uh, I'll be doing those. So. Yep. Um, uh, hey, you mentioned you did TPJ last year. Uh, what did you like about it, and why, did, why aren't you doing it again? Uh, talk about that experience a little bit. Oh, TPG, yeah, Ted, uh, that's a great program. You know, it's just, if you're a privateer and, you know, yep. and you want, you know, to go do, I mean, it's definitely the best, the best deal out there. You know, you can have a bike, you have all your gear, box of parts. I mean, you know, nice setup. You can roll up there, you know, where you're going to be, you know, he's got the whole rig set up. It's nice. And yeah. I had a really, really fun time, but 
the only the only problem with it is it's just committing to all the rounds. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's just yep. it's, a, it's, a, it's not that it's that expensive. Ted's really reasonable, mm-hmm. but it's just uh, you know you got to commit to all those rounds, and there's no refund. And you know I was just hate to commit. You know, at Hangtown or Paula, then you know something happened, and you know be able to. Oh, I did, I did. So I just, you know, I, I didn't know that. I thought you know. could go race by race, and he takes your bike around. But no, not at all. You got to be in or out the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, you're either in on the program or you're out. That's oh, okay. How it works. Um, you have to so work. That's f- why I was, you know, because I would have loved to did the first three rounds with him, or, yep. or you know, whatever. Maybe even the first five. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, you know, then once you know, you know, once that bike goes off, you know, last year I did the same thing. I did the first three rounds on my own. Uh-huh. And I gave the bike to Ted TPJ at Colorado. And then it went back east, and then, you know, I had to fly out each round, which was definitely the way to go, if you ask me. Yeah, did you end up – how much money did it cost you at the end of the day? Did you ever add that up, or did your mom and dad do that and not want to tell I, you? I think we I think we talked about it. I don't I don't know if this is a, uh, you know, a pinpointed number yeah, in concrete, yeah. but I think it was roughly around 30000 Okay. So, and then what did you win? That's what – you your- that's what flights, rental car, yep. you know, that's yep. a lot of the expenses there. Yep. Food, you know. And you probably won 12000 I think, yeah, I think it was roughly around there, 12000 take home, because it was about 671 a round. Okay. I was in the top 20 every round. And you got Honda Contingency? Yes, I did okay. get Honda So you get some of that. I didn't see that. That just, that, that just went on my dad's card for Yeah, for yeah, for sure. No, I'm just trying to no, I'm just trying to figure out like if how much this ended up costing you to do, you know, be a top 20 guy and do 12 rounds and it cost you 30. Yeah. And you made 12 from purse and maybe another 10 from Honda, you know, so maybe you lost 5 or grand or, you know, something like that, right? Like that's yeah. what I'm trying but to But I did, out. I did it on one I did it on one motorcycle yeah. and uh, you know, one top end. Me and my dad never did top end. I did <laughs> I did it on a I did it on a fairly bone stock 450. It just had pipes, ignition, and fuel. Right. So right. I didn't, you know, but I I'm only 150 pounds. I don't, you know, I don't need yeah. much more than that. So it, we just did that, and I think at the end of the day, it had 60 hours on the bike. No. It started with zero. Yeah, yeah. And I had 60 hours, or it started with like three hours. Yeah. So it ended up having 60 hours on the whole bike. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's it's tough, man. It's you know, again, you were a top 20 guy, and you lost. You probably end up losing some money for you and your mechanic, you know, uh, to do the series. Oh yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I was I I called it. I was in the fight because it just felt like every moto I was just in there fighting, you know, with all the guys. <laughs> there was so much roost and just you know crisscrossing and. I had a. It's fun, yeah. though, man. It is fun. I had a guy uh, rider I worked for. So their difference in purse money between spots is like twenty bucks, right? Um, like when you get around your around that level, I think it's about twenty bucks difference. Maybe maybe a little bit more. Yeah, it now. is. It, no, it's, yeah, yeah, it, it is nothing. So I had a guy I worked for. He's just like, dude, I'm not gonna eat rocks for twenty dollars with two laps to go. I'm just not. <laughs> and I'm like, damn it, you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a I'm a fighter, so I never gave up. Okay. I was always you know, yeah. race race me a checkered. But the one thing that I always thought was funny is you know I I definitely had some bad motos last year and this year. You know, made some mistakes and uh-huh. you know I fell over and I'd be picking my bike up and I'd be you know somewhere in the back of the pack in 27th. And I just thought it was so funny because it was like even if you're in 27th place and you leave the inside open or if you leave the door open, the guy in 28th is going to come into you like he's going for the lead, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what I thought was funny, you know? It was just, yeah. it's just everyone is, you know, everyone's brutal, and that's what I was telling everybody. You know, you always got to be on point. You can never relax with Supercross or outdoors. Yeah. You know, those guys, you're racing for money, and, you know, it's a show. So, yeah. I mean, everyone's, everyone's putting it down. Yeah, and again, me, me working for Kiefer – 
at these races. Uh, uh, not he didn't make the motos, obviously, like like you do. But I I noticed these guys that I'm just like, who the hell is that guy? Because especially in Paula, we're in the unseated practice, and there's all these guys, and they didn't make the main, and they look fucking fast to me. And I'm like, you know, I, I oh, would. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was crazy. That's why I think that just it's way more staffed this year with the class. I mean, you have 20, 25 guys that didn't even make the Conti race. Yeah, just like wow, right. you know. And they were good. They were named dudes. I mean, you know, you definitely knew who they were. Yeah. No, absolutely. So yeah, it's just one of those things that that happens. Also, too, with the TPJ, I guess you got to wear fly. Uh, that's part of the deal, right? You and you, you, you are Leon. So that's a little bit of a of a conflict. I don't know if you got uh, some, some money from those guys, but that's something that I think people got to understand is the TPJ deal is kind of a fly. And I think even as an exhaust sponsor, yeah, right? but there, there is, there's two different, there's two different um, ways. Dude. There's two different TPJ ways. One is the, uh, you know, it's a higher end version where you have to run fly gear. They give you graphics every round. Oh, okay. Pirelli tires. Okay. But then there's the, the one that's like $3,500. And that one is just the bike and it's your setup. Oh, okay. You can, you can whenever oh, you okay. want. I didn't so, know that. Yep. Yeah, but I mean the the way to go is that you know that that full fly deal because you get I mean you get gear every round. I mean even though if you have a gear sponsor, it still is a pretty good deal. You know you yeah. get gear every round. You get you know plastics seats. I mean you know all you yeah. name it all. Ted's got that stuff. Right. Uh, you know dialed in. Stone. So it's it's a good program. Uh so let's let's talk a little bit. Who are some of the guys that help you out a lot? G- give some shout outs to them. Oh, well, John Moore with JM Environmental, uh, Darren, and uh, Darren with Nemesis Performance. That's the guy who uh, helped me through the Supercross rounds and the first two rounds of outdoors. He really helped me out. Um, and just a lot of family friends. Uh, yep. You know, my grandparents helped me out. My mom and dad, of course. Uh, my sister, you know, a lot of, a lot of you know, family friends. You know, my good buddy Ryan, he, you know, he comes out with me and lap times me. And I know it's no fun standing in the heat, you know, and watching me go around. I mean, he's been watching me go around for a long time, so... Yeah, no, everyone helps me out. Leah obviously helps me out with gear, uh, neck brace, uh, uh, Lucid Graphics helps me with graphics. Uh, Leah has goggles, so I'm wearing their stuff head to toe. Yeah, basically. you're dialed in, yeah. And, um, yeah, everyone's pretty much dialed in. Enzo helps me out with some suspension. And, um, yeah, just a bunch of right. uh, good buddies and family friends help me out to get, get me to the races down here, so. Uh, Enzo's good stuff, man. Good company, good guy. Obviously, this this podcast is a race tech thing, but I like Ross and and Will and everybody at Enzo. They they really know what they're doing. It sounds like you're dialed in and you're taken care of there. Yeah, no, I am definitely. Um, and, um yeah. Uh, so okay, so what do you you're gonna do some off road stuff in this break before Washougal? Uh, try to make some money. Is there anything else you're gonna hit? PIR, obviously, the Thursday before Washougal. PIR, there's a um, there's another little local race uh, here in Pleasanton in NorCal. There's a it's got a good pro purse I heard, so I'll go up and hit that. And um, yeah, I'm probably gonna uh, bust out uh, bust out some work during the week and just um, you know get some money together and um, you know see what we could do. You know, opportunity doesn't have a time schedule, so I'm just gonna lay low and um, you know I'm gonna plan with my with my sponsors and uh, mm-hmm. I may be going down to New Mexico even to do some uh, kicker arena crosses oh so that's up in the air too so that that could be fun to play around with that stuff and when do you know, those get ready start? for that West Coast Supercross team when do those start? Uh, those start I think the 22nd I think it starts oh, okay this month oh really I did I had so, no idea you know uh, that Casey Brennan I, know, I didn't either that Casey Brennan guy that uh, finished third in the Yamaha uh, LCQ points is is a good guy good buddy of mine and uh dude he says those things pay really good I, he, I, he probably doesn't want me telling that's, people that's that publicly. I heard too. yeah 
<laughs> yeah, you got you got to hit that up That's there. That's what I heard too. <laughs> exactly. So why why everyone's you know back east doing the moto? I'm gonna I'm gonna play around here and try to collect a paycheck. So <laughs> um, when you said go to work, do you mean like a real job? Yes. Yeah. Real what are you job. gonna do? Uh, I work for JM Environmental up at um, he has a ranch, and I kind of just help out, and I you know do stuff with him, and um, you know his son Cole is my best friend, so okay. Um, I usually go to work with them and uh, we we'll do some landscaping type stuff. And, okay, uh, all right. You know, some hard, some some hard work that you know makes you think dirt bikes are you know <laughs> are, are an easy deal. You know. Yeah, yeah, really, right? You're like, you know what? I'm just gonna really try to go faster here, and then I don't have to do this. Exactly. Oh, that that that's good though. That's good to yeah. It's good you have that. Kind no, it of, is. Yeah. It, it is good. It, it you know it makes me appreciate you know. Especially when you're all, you know, when you're in the outdoor rounds doing Supercross and you see everybody, you know, all these guys are on a team and, you know, then you, and then I go back to work during the week with, you know, guys who are less fortunate and, you know, don't even have a motorcycle and, you know, you kind of think, well, it's not that bad, you know, it's usually not that bad. Yeah, no, absolutely. So you turned pro in 17, right? That was your, you rode Hangtown in 17? Yep, turned pro in 17. I was pro, I was, you know, locally pro before that. So Um, I'm with the boys down here. Do you have any Daniel Blair funny stories? Did you do you run across him? Do you have anything funny? Do you have you ever hit him with your bike or anything? Anything that we can end this podcast? <laughs> no, no. I've just I've, I've I've actually just had some uh, cool conversations with him because uh, it was cool because I got to um, when I was learning Supercross. You know, I was uh, talking to Jared Fisher. He's he runs one of the local tracks down here, and um, I got to you know go ride some backyard. You know, Tiger Lacey, Daniel Blair, Josh Hill. You know that era, that that whole era and of age, you know back back then, uh, Wayne's and it was a really cool. It's up there in Red Bluff, you know, really up in North Cal. I got to go ride and you know some old tracks that Daniel right. got to ride when he was doing Supercross. So I just thought that was really cool. I wanted to talk to him about that and oh cool. You know, I had fun. I had a chance to talk to Josh Hill when I was out in SoCal and you know he was I forgot what year he was racing that stuff for riding that track, but. It was cool to be able to talk to some guys who've you yeah. know who've done it for a long time, and I was riding the stuff that you know they were riding back in the day. I thought yeah. it was pretty fun. You know who's a NorCal legend? Michael Brandis. Yeah, dude, he's before your yeah, time, but he uh, was fast. And, and Scott uh, Scott Davis too. Oh yeah, Scott Davis. Yeah, Rusty Holland. What about Russ? Scott Davis. Yeah, Rusty's down here too. Uh, what about Jeff Pastana? I see him once in a while. What about Jeff Pastana? Does yep, that, you Jeff. know? Oh, so and then, uh, okay. So you know that name too. Yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, Dave Coupe, he's down here too. He's oh yeah, Dave Coupe, <laughs> the Parts Unlimited rep, right? He, yeah, oh yeah, he's a vintage guy now. He's got a bunch of vintage bikes. I see him; he always comes up to me and says hi. And, oh, that's cool. And everything. Yeah, NorCal. Yeah, Keep, it keeping is. it real. And then, and then way back in the day, Donnie Cantalupi was NorCal. Um, oh yeah, a couple other guys. Yeah, so uh, fun times, man. Hey, uh, thanks for the time. I really appreciate it on the FXR Racing Race Tech. Suspension Privateer Island podcast, uh, Dare D. Marte. i uh, like the chance to get to know you better and absolutely follow your story. And like I said, good results. Uh, certainly, um, you know, looking forward to seeing you doing Washougal. And, yeah, man, thanks uh, thanks for the conversation. Yeah, no, I'm glad. Thank you for having me on the show. Like I said, I've heard my name on here a ton, and I'm happy to be on here. And, uh, yeah, we'll catch up soon, and we'll, uh, we'll keep rolling. Oh, yeah, you know what? One thing I forgot to tell you was that Scotch is going to send you a privateer care package for coming on the show. I forgot to tell you about that. So uh, after we awesome. get off, text me your address, and I will get on the Scotch guys, and they will send you a little care package. So thanks to Scotch for doing that. So, um, yeah, awesome. Sweet. Thank you to them. Uh, thanks for the time, Dare, That's and cool. we'll talk down the road. If I can help yeah. you out, let me know. Okay, I will. Yeah, we'll talk down the road. Thanks again.